Greetings, flesh wound horror freaks, and welcome to Slashtober, part four, the final chapter. The final chapter. I'm Flesh Wound Dan, joined by producer Todd. Good evening. Pugs Dread. Namaste. And Mike Kruger. Welcome to Primetime, bitch. Kruger, let them know how Slashtober works. So what we do for our Slashtober special is rate and review a slasher film, and then at the end of the episode, we'll add that movie to a list compiled from our previous episodes, and then we will vote to eliminate one of those films off the list, leaving us with our top three slasher films, a.k.a. our three final girls. And those three final girls will go up against a new slasher every episode until we reach day 13. And when we get to that point, we will pick one of those surviving three final girls as our Slashtober tournament champion. So, Todd, now that that's out of the way, why don't you tell us our previous eliminations and what's on the menu tonight? Thanks, Kruger. Eliminated thus far. Final exam. Curtains. Terror at 10 Killer. Open House. Killing Spree. Crazy Lake, Scream 1981, The Prey, Lover's Lane, Graduation Day, Pickaxe, and American Nightmare. And up for contention, we have Death on Demand, Dr. Giggles, and Body Count. And entering the tournament, our last entrant, lucky number 13, maybe. Happy birthday to me. Dan, why don't you tell us uh, and give us a little history on Happy Birthday to Me? Absolutely. So Happy Birthday to Me is a 1981 Canadian slasher from the legendary director, J. Lee Thompson. And in this film, get ready for a taut mystery shocker that will keep you up at your wits end and at the edge of your seat. Popular high school senior Virginia Wainwright survives a freak accident but suffers from memory loss and traumatic blackouts. As she attempts to resume a normal life, something terrible is happening. Her friends are ruthlessly murdered one by one. Will she be the next victim or is she the killer? The terrifying truth is finally uncovered at Virginia's 18th birthday party and you're invited. Uh, So... Uh, happy birthday to me. This is a long line of illustrious uh, Canuck exploitation slasher films, of course, uh, at least in my opinion, Black Christmas, the original, uh, being one of the great slashers, period. Uh, there's also My Bloody Valentine from the same producers who I'll talk about, uh, Terror Train, Prom Night. Uh, you know, you can go down the list. Some some not so illustrious. Uh, I think Girls Night Out. And, uh, there's a lot of these coming out now. Uh, this film is notable for a lot of reasons. Once again, 1981, which many would argue is the best overall year for slasher films. Uh, and it's also notable for the director, who is an Oscar-nominated director, uh, J. Lee Thompson, got an Oscar nomination for The Guns of Navarone. Um, he also did directed the original Cape Fear from 1962. Uh, Horror-wise, uh, not as known for that, but he did Eye of the Devil in 1966, the reincarnation of Peter Proud. Uh, but really known uh, probably for most of the listeners as a canon <laughs> Go to. Uh, he directed uh, Ten Minutes to Mi- or Ten to Midnight with Charles Bronson, 
also for Bronson, Murphy's Law, Messenger of Death, uh, Kinjite, The Forbidden Subjects, which was the last film he directed and uh, arguably the last like really good Charles Bronson movie. A masterpiece. Yep. Uh, the Evil That Men Do, which just came to Blu-ray. That's And White Buffalo, another really unique Charles Bronson movie. Uh, but he also did King Solomon's Mind and Firewalker for Chuck Norris. Yeah. My dog loves. And uh, uh, Conquest of the Planet of the Apes, Battle for the Planet yeah. of the Apes. This guy did it all. He's a legend. And uh, that really sets this movie apart. Another thing that sets it apart is Melissa Sue Anderson. If you don't recognize her, you should. That is, uh, she is from Little House on the Prairie, the uh, the older sister. Uh, I, Pugs, I, I'm sure Pugs and Kruger recognized her right away. Absolutely. <laughs> Kruger is a Little right House away, on the Prairie mark. He's Can got you imagine? To- <laughs> your deepest darkest actually it's not all blood and gore i love that show <laughs> it's just so wholesome you sure as uh, i hate more than that one <laughs> i watched it a lot with my mom so there's a little bit of nostalgia um so yeah this was essentially her uh her attempt at, at kind of falling out of that wholesome uh, typecasting that she obviously would have had after Little House on the Prairie, the most wholesome show ever made, probably. Um, Michael Landon says, Highway to Hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she actually turned down uh, the, the lead role in Blue Lagoon because of nudity. So as, instead, she was like, oh, okay, fuck it, I'll do a horror movie. Uh, and she's very good in this, uh, quite good. This is actually, uh, there's some Cronenberg connections here as well. Uh, Canadian royalty, John Dunning and Andre Link, produced this movie. And they were a duo that ran a company called Cinepix, which uh, produced uh, erotic dramas. Uh, One in particular, Valerie, which was a massive hit. Uh, They produced these uh, out of uh, Quebec, and uh, they were dubbed maple syrup uh, films. <laughs> so maybe yeah. there's a meaning for something else. Uh, Valerie was a big hit, but a lot of these other adultish films that they did uh, were not. So they did what any uh, good filmmakers, uh, producers would do, and they moved to horror, taking advantage of Canadian tax shelter laws. And they were producers on Daughters of Darkness from uh, director Harry Kumel. Uh, they also produced uh, David Cronenberg's Shivers and Rabid uh, to the point that Cronenberg called John Dunning his movie mentor. Uh, we might not have had a lot of uh, his career. Uh, outside of horror, they produced the massive hit Meatballs, uh, which yeah. uh, was huge. And they also produced My Bloody Valentine. Taking advantage of oh, my favorites, yeah, the holiday slasher craze. They jumped on it. Uh, these guys are responsible for many mem- great movie memories. Space Hunter, a personal favorite, and uh, a little bit later on the action front, the Snake Eater trilogy. Uh, I know I'm giving more history than normal, but I just thought those are names that aren't out there. Well, much important to talk about them. This was voted on by our Patreon, so we are giving them a little extra. Yeah, yeah, it, it's important because those are two names that 
really are responsible for a lot of great shit in the genre. The director as well, and through cross genres. Um, and uh, this is also a film that kind of benefited from a SAG strike at the time uh, that, uh, you know, they got picked up. It wasn't a massive success, but it was uh, a pretty solid success. It definitely made uh, a good bit of money. And I, I think personally, it's one of the better made slashers of the era in terms of uh, just production and everything. Uh, this is coming from a legit master filmmaker. And they had a lot to overcome. Uh, Glenn Ford, uh, who uh, played uh, Dr. David Faraday in the film, was notoriously a very bizarre individual on set, uh, so much so that he actually made the tabloids. At one point, his uh, his his wife, who I think was maybe like 50 years younger than him, got nice. whistled at by some neighbor in an area that they were shooting uh and he refused to leave his limo he refused to leave his limo to shoot <laughs> until they they like had and this guy is like at his house so it's very awkward uh he was drunk all the time getting into fights with everybody uh so it was, it was a difficult production but it was like a good time <laughs> it's not, he sounds fun he sounds fun uh, luckily, Oliver Reed wasn't also in the movie, or it may never have been finished. Uh, but uh, I always, I've always really liked this movie. Uh, just getting into it, I, I think it's it benefits. Melissa Sue Anderson is super likable, so much so to the point that at one point, uh, initially, she was supposed to be the killer. They changed up the ending uh, when the producers and the directors just. Uh, just didn't think it worked um and there's a really creative kill uh, several creative kills in this uh one uh, i won't spoil all of it but uh it's an older film but it involves a motorcycle that was very unique for the time it's something that's kind of been used since then and uh just the mood is there for this one i think this is actually one of those slasher movies that actually manages to be somewhat scary uh, at the time, which in 1981, again, they were much better made at this point. And uh, I really like it. I think this delivers just about everything. Uh, we get a great cast. Uh, Lisa Langlois as Amelia pops up. Uh, Leslie Donaldson, who's uh, slasher royalty herself, uh, is the the opening victim in this one. And uh, it holds up. It's creepy. It's a beautiful looking film, and I love it. What say you guys? Hot tag. Before you, you, you I know Kruger's chomping at the bits, but before that, <laughs> I just wanted to throw this out here. Theatrical poster, one of the greatest marketing, you know, yeah. horror movie posters. Period. I mean, may not, you know, be actually from the film, but that's fine. But <laughs> it, it, it's Seems just great. <laughs> it, it's, it's yeah, it's a great piece of art. It is. Yeah, um, this was the first time I've seen this movie. Wait, what? So, Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, th that's the... Okay, good. good uh, it, well, it's like one of the big... Now that I'm like looking back at all the slashers from the early 80s, this was like the last one I had to check off that's like at least decently known. And I mean, I had a great time with it. Great story. Lots of twists and turns that I didn't see coming. 
uh, great kills from, you know, start to finish. Uh, Dan already brought up the motorcycle kill. That was fucking great. Um, also, I thought it was funny that we saw like a bench press kill because we just saw yeah. that in that Puppet Man movie that we reviewed mm-hmm. not too long back. So yeah. that was cool. Um, and uh, of course, I mean, Todd, we did technically get a similar kill as the poster, but not the same. Thing. No, no, I, I know. Yeah, it, it, it is. Yeah, they, they 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 made it perfect for the poster. <laughs> yeah, and also the final act was really strong. They did something with, uh, we'll just say the bodies that reminded me of something that we got in like Deranged, which was like a kind. I don't know if that was a per- purposely done as like a homage to that or not, but it was. I, I love shit like that. Pearl also did something similar, and I, I just I don't know something about setting up dead bodies in front of a fucking table. Very appealing and always a nice visual. And uh, yeah, as a whole, definitely understand why this is held to a high regard. Uh, basically, everybody I've seen talk about this usually says it's very good and one of the best slashers of the early 80s. Now, I will I will say I don't know if, I, if I'm like quite there as like it's one of my favorites of the early 80s. I have a lot, but it is very good. I wasn't disappointed. I do want to watch it for future viewings. I think it's going to grow on me more uh, as time goes on. Every year I watch it for my birthday. It's done. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've liked this forever. It, it's not one of my all-time favorites, but every time I watch it, I'm I'm guaranteed a good time. Um, I do roll my eyes every now and again, though, when I'm like, oh, wow, this technology they had back then is very advanced for the, the reveal, but other than that, it's like, well, this is just, it's just cool. But my favorite kill in this movie is the bench press. Just because yeah. before the bar comes down, he gets a dick tap. And like, that's never fun. <laughs> but it's fun <laughs> to watch. So. Um, and then I, I remember the first time I saw this movie, I panicked when the, they were doing that jump. Because like, I don't know why, but that, like, I don't ever want to go across the bridge when the oh, that Yeah, no, up. that scares the shit out of me, too. Yeah, I'm like, this is not the predates Fast and the Furious. So I'm like, I, this is not for family. <laughs> this is not cool. And then when they land, he's like, oh, we made it. Did it's like mother done in his car. <laughs> yeah. like, we're not doing it. We don't have another car. That car is fine for purposes of the movie. <laughs> it's all um, fucking bad. Yeah, falling apart. <laughs> yeah, but no, this is always a good time, and I'm always ready to watch it whenever. I don't watch it every year for my birthday, but maybe maybe I should start. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm a fan of this one. I, I normally grab it when I think of it, but yeah, I have this one on Laserdisc. Um, this one has a weird, you know, I'll touch on it because the home video release, we have the, you know, VHS Laserdisc. And then we, we, our first DVD, we got this weird alternate score that had never been used before. And it, it really turned a lot of people off. I don't think it was as bad as Return of the Living Dead score issue that happened on the DVD. Um, but it was a different score. It's been restored for the second Blu-ray and or for the second DVD and the Blu-rays and digital. So, but I just wanted to point that out that I actually like both scores, but it, it is like a thing like you, if you're used to it and you hear a different score, it really throws you off. Um, but yeah, this is, it's just one of those slashes I keep going back to. And I, I'm, I'm trying not to be spoiler, even though it's like 32 years old. 42 years old. Um, Jesus Christ. You're kind of uh, in the clear on that. I'm well, still, uh, yeah, but I'm the big one I'm leaving out. 
but i'm yeah, just yeah. I, I don't know how that works like did that it, for a modern for first time viewer in 2023 that ending that reveal did it work still or it, was this it it's interesting 2023 because i yeah i mean i liked it okay but it, like i also yeah. like classic <laughs> shit like that you know like yeah uh but like i was also, thinking of an animated series but also but I, I liked i liked the fucking like i didn't mind the reveal in the sleepaway camp fucking thing either so <laughs> the uh direct sequel to the first one like i didn't mind the re- reveal at all so it's interesting because the biggest criticism uh not from everybody obviously but the the biggest criticism i hear of the movie is uh the twist ending kind of being shoehorned in, which it was. It was, um, yeah. <laughs> that's not that's not in what was intended, and there is kind of a lack of build to it, so it's kind of like a. Eh. I think it works okay. Uh, I you know I like it well enough, but that's really the only bad thing I ever hear. If you're about. used to Jallos, you're like, yeah, this ain't shit. We're fine. <laughs> yeah, and it does have kind of that Jallo vibe. It's one of those slasher movies. It it's kind of annoying, kind of annoying and disrespectful to the genre. Uh, because they like, oh, it's really more of a mystery thriller. I'm like, it's a fucking slasher movie. <laughs> it's very obviously a slasher You tell movie. the old man who they got the directed, the Oscar winner, he can call it whatever the fuck you, you call this shit a <laughs> no. romantic drama. Just go film it like we need it. Nominated. If he had won for Guns of Navarone, he might have just stuck to that. But uh, I really like this director, though, a lot. I mean, he is made Cape some Fear. great films. Cape Fear, yeah, man. Um, I do like the remake better, but Cape Fear is fucking awesome. Yeah, well, there would yeah. it wouldn't exist without the OG. So yeah. uh, go down his that. go down his resume. You really can't go wrong. This guy really never churned out crap. I mean, he did a lot of great stuff. And uh, King Solomon's Mines and Firewalker. I mean, those were two canon films I used to watch all the time as a kid. Uh, and White Buffalo, if you haven't seen it, that's not universally loved, but a very unique. Uh, very unique Charles Bronson. The first time I saw Western. the first time I saw White Buffalo it was on uh, Monsters HD. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It. Have you seen that, Todd? That's one. Um, I, I I've seen everything pretty all that Bronson stuff from Canon. I don't remember it off the top of my head, so I may need a refresher. Yeah, but that one. We can. We we can, That may not have been Canon. I don't know, or I think it was. I have to double check. Well, but... we'll we'll figure that. Um, yeah. Okay, so it's time to rate it, and then we got to get to eliminating. Um, yes. Kruger, what do you what do you say? You're muted. Whoops! I am a three and a half out of five. Uh, Pugs, I am a four out of five. Dan, I'm a four and a half out of five. I am also a four and a half out of five. All right. Well, now it's time to. Eliminate. Um, well, here we go. Um, up for elimination are Death on Demand, Body Count, Dr. Giggles, and Happy Birthday to Me. What do you eliminate, Kruger? Death on Demand. Get the fuck out of here. And then after that, I think we have a solid list. Oh. <laughs> Pugs. Body Count. <sighs> Yeah, a uh, uh, body count. You're going to do Diodato like this? I love Def on Demand. <laughs> C. 
see out of what's left my least fit see the problem is the only five on the list i gave has been eliminated so now i'm trying to figure out out of what's left doesn't matter i was going to pick dr giggles which throws away my vote but so body is count is eliminated yeah all right one all more right. bite for dust that hurts me it, it, i i get it i think i'm I gonna be hurt right now <laughs> why why so. Now we have to who's our tournament champion. So our official final girls are um Death on Demand, Dr. Giggles, and Happy Birthday to Me. All right. Well, so what's your favorite of the batch? I guess we'll go with. Yeah. My I, I'll go first. My favorite of the batch is Dr. Giggles by far. Okay. So, uh, that's that's my vote to survive. It's gonna Ooh. it's gonna get beyond an hard. elite list with Nightmare, Evil Dead Trap, and Satan's Little Helper. Oh It'd yeah, be lucky to be partners with Doctor Giggles, <laughs> dude. Say so. Our past tournament champions are Nightmare, Evil Dead, Evil Trap, Dead and Trap, and Satan's Little Satan's Helper. Helper. Yeah. yeah, man. Well, I I gotta go with the classic. I gotta go with Happy Birthday to me. Um, it, it is the definition of what we did the tournament for. It's like, yeah, it, it's hard for me not to. And Doctor Giggles would be right under there. Yes, that's I, a, that's the thing for me. Like, I I liked Happy Birthday to me, but Doctor Giggles also like is a very specific era of horror that I don't like a lot of shit from that era, and that was like a really cool little bright spot that I hadn't seen either. It's over the top one liners. I don't think there's a wrong Dan. No, but but like and then but at the same time, like I'm right between Dr. Giggles and Happy Birthday to me because Happy Birthday to me was Dan. Are you gonna make this any easier? Should I just ask that now? Or yeah, let's get Dan. I'm still I'm still thinking in all honesty. Okay, no, I was just making I didn't know it could have been dead on like death on demand. Like a pickaxe would have been in there, I would have Pickaxe, and I wouldn't have even I, well, options. So, so, so Doctor Giggles versus the bitch from Happy Birthday to me. Who or, is well, we haven't tied up yet. We don't. No, I know. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. Oh, you're trying to. You're trying to think ahead. I see what yeah. you're doing. I don't know if that's a lot. <laughs> well, you you tie it up no matter what if those are your choices. No, because well, no, not, Todd hasn't voted yet. Neither is. No, I said Todd, Todd, yeah, Todd. Oh, okay, Todd yeah. said Happy he, Birthday to me. Yeah. Well, he's not picking death on demand, so <laughs> I think. But we are know you? That. <laughs> you might as well because we're gonna end up fucking. Well, we'll no, it, it can. It, it, right now, it doesn't. We have one and one. It can go any. There's no, yeah. you know, until, okay. you know, Kruger. I mean, we don't even know. Yeah, maybe split. I turn. Maybe I turn heel and pick death on demand. <laughs> I I do like Death on Demand. That is a fun fucking movie. Man. You want to try it to is. sway him, Dad? Go for it, hard sell. Yeah, there's not luck. much. There's not much to sway here. You're not even trying, dickhead. <laughs> he said he liked it. Maybe you could. Okay, well, whatever. Death on Demand, I think, is a fucking awesome, fun B movie. We've got representation here, no honestly, pick, yeah. for our final list. Oh no, this is definitely a, a, like a good list. They're all different. You know yeah, what's a superior B movie? Doctor Giggles. <laughs> Dude, like that. See, like I just had so much fun with that, but also, fucking... I'm, Dan, I'm shocked you don't like that movie, or like you don't really care for that movie. All the like the goofy ass one liners. It just seems like up your alley. Usually, it's a little too much. 
And now did I, you I like don't it when you were younger? <laughs> did it bother you? I, when you were I, I enjoyed it when I first saw it. It was never like one of my favorite uh, slashers at all. Okay, no, I, just I like Larry Drake a lot. Uh, I don't hate it's the movie. Cart- it's a killer cartoon. I fucking love it. <laughs> all right, anything? Dan, anything? When are you? Dan, Dan's going first. I'm. I'm. I have some thoughts. Well, uh, for me, you know, I'm not taking Dr. Giggles. I don't think that. No, obviously not. Yeah. Uh, And obviously Kruger's not taking death on demand. So we'll just vote the one you're the game. This is your pick of what your your favorite, not the best, your favorite. I love, I love death on demand, but I feel like happy birthday to me. And I said this before, you know, I'm not going to vote in a death on demand over a maniac or a nightmare as much as i love it because it's not elite i think happy birthday to me may not quite be elite but it's close i choose happy uh birthday to me to win dan remember this is your favorite pick not what you need to politically i understand but (laughs) i love them both as you see i jerked them both off well, you're doing a lot of explaining. I just wanted to make sure you're not just happy belittling. birthday to me. Well, now this gets interesting. I kind of knew I was going to pick happy birthday to me going into this last field because I was like, I, I kind of feel like I know where it's going to go. So, yeah, it's been my pick for a little bit. Well, whew, man, this is hard. But for the fact that... It, Again, it's just that time period. Your favorite. You got to do your favorite. Don't let don't let politics sway you guys. No, no, it's not like politics. Like my enjoyment level, I have to go with Doctor Giggles. So now we're fucking tied the fuck up again, and <laughs> it's gonna go down to I, I who wins, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah Doctor Giggles. Then I don't think I. I no, I, I is there an argument who who wins out of the killers then? I, oh, I dude, think, I mean, Dr. Giggles, I think it's Dr. I mean, Giggles. I don't think there's even an argument. Bitch. Dan, do you have an argument against it? Physicality, like, oh, this is intergender death. <laughs> fighting for sure. I don't think he's as smart. I think she could take advantage and maybe, you know, screw him, but I'm not gonna fight for it. It's she's just, gonna screw him. What? He's smart. She's smarter than him because that's I get that. Is she a doctor? Nowhere. I mean, we're arguing about fiction, you know, characters fighting. Yeah, that's what we do here. I will make the argument that she wins based on her brains. I don't I think mean, Dr. Giggles is very smart. I think she would find a way to just get him out of nowhere. RKO out of nowhere, straight to hell. Where was that during Prey? But any fucking way. Uh, no, big dude, little girl. Yeah, I gotta, I... <laughs> Break that bitch's neck. Uh, yeah. I, I said intergender. Now it's like there's no way out of it for me. <laughs> oh my god! Did Doctor Giggles is the fucking final girl? I, Fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> worst winner we've had, in my Suck opinion. His cocktail. Dan, you you know what? You shouldn't have helped vote pickaxe out. Because I would have been te- I would have been fighting for that motherfucker tooth and nail. You gave me no trigger. Would have quit again. Doctor Giggles would have operated on that big oaf anyway. <laughs> I think I'm going to pick axe to celebrate. But fuck uh, yes, that's I, all, You know, see, I, I guess Dan's a little bummed. I, I think Doctor Giggles is a worthy entrance. I know. It's, I don't hate it. It's the weakest of our winners. 
I would disagree because I'm not a big I'm not a big Satan's little helper fan, but I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I think they're all worth. <laughs> so fucking Doctor Giggles is our 2023 slash Tober part four, the final chapter winner. I change my colors to green here. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I'm surprised. I I literally thought this was just gonna come in and take it. I'm glad it didn't. Because I was thinking in the episode, like as we were recording too. it, I was just like, "Man, it feels like we just placed this in to take everything at the last position," which we didn't because we let them vote. This yeah. was like yeah. we threw in a couple heavy hitters we didn't normally put in the contest. Yeah, what was yeah? So who was Rumble number thirty shit? Man. Who, <laughs> who, who were the choices? Because we didn't uh, even say like they had we, this house on sorority wrote like. And then Sorority Row was one. Uh, Final Girls was one. No, I think Final Girls was on the farce list. You're getting them combined. Oh, oh I thought it was that list, though. Did you okay. vote on the wrong one? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, no, it was. Okay, wait. Idle Hands. Those. Okay, sorry. Um, yeah. Happy Birthday to Me, which one? House on Sorority Row, mm-hmm. The Pool, and Final Girls. Dude, I still want to watch the pool. I heard it's really good, and usually slashers from the early two thousands aren't very great. I remember liking it. It's been a long. I remember the DVD being really shitty. Yeah, full the screen artist. No, I, I think it's widescreen too. I think that maybe it's then maybe like, it's just hard letterboxed. Yeah, I think that had both options. I will okay. say one thing about this year. We did have some of the shittiest slasher films, which we would all agree. Terror 10 Killer. Oh, my God, dude. Scream. one. Pickaxe. Jesus Christ. Pickaxe is fun. I love fan. It's fantastic. Terror and 10 Killer. To be fair, who picked Pickaxe? <laughs> hey, who, was who the fuck won? Dr. Giggles. I, I'll be honest. This, is, this is one been... of my favorites growing up. I was gunning. I was hoping this would make it to at least the end. And the fact that it won is fucking. It was in, a sleeper right winner, dude. Mood, in the right mood, it's you know, there's things I like about it. It's just I don't know. It doesn't play as well. Here's the thing, Dan. I know you're you're all about this representation in this tournament. I always I have. think no, no. I think Doctor Giggles. That fits an era that's a little different than the rest. Oh yeah, I agree. It, I, I'm it, not. It should have competed for sure. No, uh, and I and I think with our four that we have, it's a little bit of everything. Yeah, we got fucking nightmare, which is just beautiful in every which way. Oh, you're like, talking winners. Yeah, yeah. And Didn't then we have nightmare in the last horror film in the same goddamn yeah. Turn? That first one, sorry. This is dude, that first ever. one, dude, we had, dude, that first one was epic. We had the dare in it. We had fucking girl house in it. Yeah. Like, it was a strong tournament. There's some that we haven't done. House on Sorority Row is probably one of the big ones that hasn't been in a tournament. That's like a heavy hitter, though. Now, Which well, is, I have yeah, never well, seen well, it. Well, and we never uh, will because this is the final chapter. The remake. There were a few others. I, I I've talked to different people, like asking, like, "Oh, did you do Venom?" Was one that pops up, which is like a theatrical one that people just forget Venom. about. Venom. Yeah, I Venom. Don't remember that that one. went from the the, the one Bayou from... Slasher. What? What does the poster on. look like? I know who produced that. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was from the two thousands. Uh, a lot of people like it. Nobody went to see it. 
like I, 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 I thought it was straight to video. It came out the same no, time it, as Ritual. It was a theatrical film. Yeah, adding it to my letterbox list right now. That was what? one. Uh, Sorority Row, the uh, remake as well. I don't think we did that. So uh, we'll see if it's the final chapter or not. One the day. final chapter. We killed it. Slash we can always go to hell. This, <laughs> this, uh, this year, graduation day. Forgot that I actually do like that one more than I remembered. Um, I think you got some nice Todd, gems here. I hope people check out. Yeah, Todd. Band. Todd, give us the final list of all the films of, of everything we covered this year. Yeah, because I because I, I want to talk talk just briefly about probably what, what were my favorites and all that shit. All right. uh, Put your favorites exam. in the chat. By yeah. Way. Yes, please do. Final exam. No. <laughs> I like curtains. No, I'm sorry. Like that. Oh, one. that's right. You did. I forgot. Now I, you can be wrong too. <laughs> I said two. That's what um, I gave it. Cur- <laughs> Curtains. The masterpiece that was Pickaxe. Killing Spree. Crazy Lake. Needed some more nipples. Um, <laughs> Terror 10 Killer. <sighs> Open House. One of our final girls, Death on Demand. I do like that movie. Yeah. Uh, graduation Day. Scream 1981. The worst piece of shit. I was taking a break for some shit talking. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I think Terror at Ten Killer for me is the worst. Though. Scream was over the Scream. Worst. Yeah. yeah, no way. By a little bit. There's just really not. I mean, they're both they're close. They're both crap. Dude, now I want to watch this Venom movie. Continue, Todd. Uh, then we have The Prey. Yeah, actually, The Prey was one that I was shocked that you guys didn't really care for, but I really enjoyed the fuck out of it. It's fine. I mean, it, it has its moments, but it's really nothing special either. It's not anything special, but again, it's like some meat and potatoes backwoods slasher shit. I like. So. I, I don't. It, it deserved to be in it, but I, I'm fine with the elimination spot. The killer was presented pretty weak there too. Like when he's just getting shoved to the ground, I was like, eh. I, I could beat him up. Then we have Lovers Lane. Love Lovers Lane. Kruger, you weren't a fan of that one, right? It was okay. okay. I gave it like a two and a half, I think. Then we have Body Count. Ah, that one I had a really great time with. That was another one that I I, I probably enjoyed. That may be my favorite now that I'm thinking about it. Our tournament winner, Dr. Giggles. Stoked. Um, American Nightmare. And our last entry, voted on by the Patreons, was Happy Birthday to Me. Yeah, this, I mean, we had we had some solid ones for sure, and I think by the end of the tournament, you at least got to see some. Uh, first off, some weird shit with Killing Spree. That's by far one of the strangest movies I've watched in a really fucking long time. Check out Tim Ritter's early work. Some of what was your stuff. favorite thing you there. discovered in this tournament, Kruger? Probably sure. the prey. Hugs. I, I know you may have less that discovered anything um, or, or actually the, the, well, the prey or body count like the bo- like body count I've just had on my list forever yeah hmm. it's like since I watched the, the uh, doc yeah the doc yeah so makes sense yeah probably That's probably body one. count all right death on demand probably Dan do you have any new ones on here Dan no I saw all these before all right then what's your favorite out of the Death on Demand also. 
What you mean, just my favorite horror movie? Yeah. No, well, there is one you discovered in this, Dan, because it's the one I'm going to pick, and that's Pickaxe. Oh, yeah, but I th I think I did see it before, didn't I? Yeah, you said it was the first time, also. Well, either way, that's Maybe. my pick of my new discovery. Thank you, Kruger. Well, yeah, for introducing me to Pickaxe. Pickaxe is a lot of fun. Yeah, you're welcome. So uh, yeah, it was yeah. a lot of fun talking about it. It was a lot of ups, a lot of downs, a lot of what have yous. <laughs> So, guys, we hope you had fun. As always, uh, we recorded a ton of Halloween-themed content this month, so be sure to check it all out. You probably missed some of it because we've done a lot of videos sometimes. And this is probably our first of four shows today. Yeah, we've done like four, sometimes five a day. So go back and check it all out uh, tomorrow, Halloween. Be sure to check out the Pet Cemetery uh, radio play. Uh, we may not be professional actors, but it was a lot of fun. And uh, you can spot my voice popping in once in a while when somebody's internet. Hey, pugs. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the incentive to make sure you watch. I heard Dan does what might be considered culturally inappropriate voice. No shit. Oh, I okay. did. I didn't say that. I also second, second piece of media. I also I, I should say cable channel eleven Jess's channel. This will be airing. Uh, but Dan's honest, I'm going to support it. it. He's he's my yeah. boy, even though he's a fuckhead every now and again. Love you, Dan. <laughs> Damn. I just had somebody clued. You said it on air, so it wasn't a secret. Dan. <laughs> there might have been a character with a stereotypical voice that somebody else was playing, but they're they had some. They smartened up. <laughs> So I had oh. to do the voice as best as I could, which might have been offensive. But that's that's technology. So um, uh, are they going to digitally alter? They're going to turn them into a different. Well, phrase. you know what? Well, well it's audio that? only, so you won't. Be, uh, I'm not. You won't, uh, okay. Uh, okay, because it is a radio stills. play. That that's true. But so with, that... there will be stills from the movie with like some of our faces on it. Oh, very, oh, very cool. All right, so that's on Halloween. We'll also be all over on Halloween, too, also. Mm -hmm. um, so, yep. yeah. There we go. All right, guys. Happy, happy slash Halloween. Halloween. Happy slash Tober. Happy Halloween. Happy Samhain. Happy Samhain, because it sounds cooler. And <laughs> good night. Good evening. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. All right. Happy Halloween. Check your candy and I'll see you in Disneyland. The Dr. Giggles has left the building. Pickaxe. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. You don't get the gloat, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> An American nightmare. Before we go any further, happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Devil's Night. Come on. Bust out a silver shamrock. One of you. Come on. I, ha I have a fucking mask. Back there. You want me to grab Corey's mask? Nice. No, get motherfucking okay. out here with that boy. Well, come on. We're not done. The Dan, guy that oh, killed Dan, the we're not done. of Halloween. Shut Happy Halloween, Don't. everybody. Yes. Technically, it's Devil's Night. Mischief Night. It's not around the 31st? No, it's out on the 30th. That's why. I oh, shit. Solid. See, now I'm going to do pickaxe again. That's the whole thing. Um...
15th. Fuck, I'm fucking up. End American Night. Fuck, I, I don't know what I'm doing this now. Let me just start. I just <laughs> it was go fine. I had, I'm was going fine. from the top now. Well, it's not Halloween. That threw me off. From the top. 